What's next for IT? In today's economy, technology touches every aspect of the day-to-day operations of business. There has never been more pressure on IT to deliver for our organizations. So what can we expect over the next decade? We need to think differently about how we approach our work to continue to thrive into the future. This requires all of us to be intentional in how we look at our role going forward. Smart IT is an approach to getting the important things done by transforming the way we think, work, and lead. And now, let's disrupt the status quo, simplify the complex, and reduce risk the Smart IT way. Smart IT is an approach. Smart IT is a framework. Smart IT is a model. What is Smart IT? Smart ID is a way to structure the way we think as IT professionals. As all of us in IT prepare for what's next, what's the next decade or two look like? There are a myriad of challenges that we have to encounter, face, and overcome. A lot of that is development of our professional skill sets to help us make sure that we're ready and prepared to deliver for our businesses. Smart IT is a way to structure the way we think about the work we do, why we do it, and ways to help others who are non-technical accomplish the goals that they set upon when they look to IT for assistance. Smart IT framework is composed of four dimensions. The first dimension is purpose. Three areas of purpose starts with the goal of supporting the disruption of the status quo. This means that we are built and trained and prepped to help our businesses adjust inside the marketplace. As every organization's C-suite takes upon the job of reacting to market forces, competitive forces, and internal forces, IT's purpose and main goal is to help the IT, help the business itself adjust. And to do that, the businesses have to do things differently from what they did before in the past. They have to change how they do business. That means the status quo has to change. In many cases, the business wants to be proactive and change the status quo themselves so they can help gain more market share and remain competitive in a very, very tight market. The second purpose is to simplify the complex. Everything that IT does has some element of technology that must be consumed by end users, by the businesses, by our customers. The more that we provide on the front end, the more complex it gets on the back end. IT is the master of complexity, making the simple push of a button do a lot of magic in the background. The third purpose is to reduce uncertainty and mitigate risk. As the complexity of our IT systems become more and more integrated into every day-to-day life, there are a lot of new risk factors that are introduced, not only for our business, 
or for the end users of our services. Simply put, Smart IT has three purposes. Support the disruption of the status quo, simplify the complex, and reduce uncertainty while mitigating risk. The second dimension of the Smart IT framework is development. Every IT professional has a set of skill sets that go beyond just the technical. The Smart IT framework defines 10 elements or areas of professional development that every IT professional, irregardless of title, rank, or position in the org structure, should strive to improve upon. The first is analysis. The ability to take something apart, a problem, a solution, a technology, to understand the components, to dig deeper into what it is that we're attempting to work on from a day-to-day basis, both short-term and long-term, the ability to improve our skill set and analyzing problems is a critical skill that we all must have. The second is business literacy. Oftentimes, this is limited to uh, leadership teams, the CIO, CISOs, and other C-suites inside of IT, but this applies to the entire organization of IT. No matter your role, you should have a basic understanding of how the business that you work for makes money. Why does it exist? What customers does it serve? What are the concerns that it has as it goes about conducting business for its customers? Third, is coding. Everything that technology does is a function of following orders. The orders come from code. Conceptually, even if you're not a developer, the idea of understanding the process and ability to instruct something else, in this case a machine, to do tasks in a repetitive manner at scale underlines everything in the digital infrastructure. The ability to construct modules on different pieces of components of work that need to be automated to allow something to happen is a critical skill set, even if you're not a developer. Fourth, communications. This is at the heart of the ability of you, someone with technical chops, to be able to sit across a table from somebody on the business or end user whose job is not it is to understand what underlies our technology infrastructure. The ability to convey to them problems, challenges, new opportunities, all are a function of our ability to successfully convey to them what's possible or something that needs to be fixed. All of us as individuals in small teams and large can all improve upon our ability to communicate where what we really mean to say actually could convey in a way that the receiver on the other side can understand what we're talking about. This is a fundamental skill set that not only relates to IT, but all of life in and it itself. So it's a critical skill as well for IT. Fifth, digital fluency. This should be dear and close to the heart for all of IT with the ability to understand intimately the actual technology infrastructure, the code, the data that's produced, 
What are the bits and bytes going across cabling, storage, compute, cloud, all these different elements, the ability to understand how they connect to each other. How do they work? How do you bring a system up? How do you maintain a system? How do you defend a system? The fluency and ability to understand complex systems that drive our modern economy are critical for smart IT. Six, human-centered design. Everything that you see and consume in this world was designed by someone. From IT standpoint, every system that we deploy, every screen on a laptop, every screen on a mobile device, everything that we come in interaction with, how do we consume or request new services, everything from a process standpoint to something physically that you can hold in your hand has been designed. And one of the things we want to do as Smart IT is to make sure that we're designing with the end user in mind, with our business in mind, with our customers in mind. In the end, technology is there to serve humans, not for ourselves, but for a larger role of a function it performs for the business. Next is leadership. Irregardless of where you sit in the organization or your title, everyone has a responsibility, an opportunity to help not only to help disrupt the status quo, but help capture that new opportunity. That means the ability to lead a discussion, reroute something that's gone wrong to something that might be um, helpful for fix a solution or a problem or a challenge. The ability to command a room, the ability to work through problems. Leadership is a key skill that in the end could be the difference between a, a big project failing or succeeding. It's an opportunity for everyone to assume more leadership roles in their day-to-day activities. Probability theory. In IT, we are faced with a lot of uncertainty. Our businesses face a lot of uncertainty. Life in general has a lot of uncertainty. So the chance that our project will complete successfully or complete on time, or that one of our system may be hacked by an adversary. None of these things are certain. Everything could happen, possibly might happen, or it's a chance that it could happen. There's a lot of maybes in what we do. But our ability to understand better, can we deliver or something bad happen, helps on the probability of a chance of X happening. So our ability to improve our ability to actually come up with uh, different chances of future outcomes is another critical skill that we can all help improve upon. Number nine, systems thinking. All our technical infrastructure is very complex and we have many systems talking to more systems where you get to the point where one system that could support one service for a business is underlying with hundreds and thousands of different components. Both people process and technology systems all working together. Smart IT has to understand how these things work together to help improve it, to improve performance, to reduce risk, and to make changes to it. As these things are up and running at all the time, the ability to understand how all the different components talk to each other 
and affect each other is another critical skill. It's a skill set that we can improve upon by helping to understand better how what we do interfaces with other things and other systems. And 10, lastly, is team building. The ability to improve how we communicate among ourselves, to improve how we hand off work from ourselves to others, how we can improve the speed at which we deliver for our businesses, all comes back to teamwork. So leadership skills, a lot of times talked about for building a great team, but everyone inside of a team has the ability, the opportunity to help improve how they work with others. It's this ability to work well with others to help uh, produce high-performing teams, which produces high-performing IT. So these 10 skill sets for development are critical for all IT professionals, wherever they may sit. On now, on to the third dimension, intentionality. So it's great to know our purpose and all to develop our skill sets, improving our ability to perform and team, look at systems. But at the end of the day, we have to focus. And that focus is on what does the business need and need now. So everything we do from day to day, short, medium, and long term, all have to be done with an intentionality to get it done in the right time frame. So the first thing is we have to be very specific. Uh, many times we can go off the rails from projects and initiatives because we're not specific enough about exactly what we're trying to accomplish. Not only in the project themselves, but the actual daily activities of the work that we do. So when we know very specifically what the goal is, what this task is, what this transformation is all about, it makes it uh, easier for us to be very intentional and be successful in, in the goal at hand. And then to understand that and to manage that process, it has to be measurable. Our projects and initiatives has to be concrete enough for us to actually look at it, see it, report on it, find out if we're on schedule, are we hitting the right marks, are we delivering for our businesses? It has to be, everything we do has to be measurable. And what we set upon to do has to be achievable. Just mean the right type of budget with the type of resourcing and the right type of time frame means that what we're out to do, to accomplish, to fix, to improve, has to be achievable. Otherwise, we'll never get to the finish line. It also has to tie back to the business, has to be relevant. If you're working a service ticket or developing a new app, working on a new fix to a code, or helping up the alert triage inside of a security operations center, everything we do, we should be able to map back to the business goal. What is the business attempting to accomplish? And we have to have many steps between that business purpose and down to the daily task. And having the ability to understand the relevance of what you're doing is very, very important. And finally, time bound. So to improve upon the user experience or the customer journey or to help with the bottom line of the business, we have to work in chunks. This means we can't do everything at one time. So when to improve an initiative or, or improve our performance, we need to be able to say a very X amount of time to understand what we're doing here. That's very critical when we're being intentional about what we do from day to day. 
The last dimension of smart IT is realization. And many times we can start off on an initiative with high hopes by the end of a six month period, but not, not be hitting our goal. So the, one of the main things about realizing what we do is to build a little model to understand visually in our minds and on paper and on the whiteboard and in a business plan or initiative plan, what it is we're trying to do and how we're going to go about doing it. All the different components and dependencies and the goals and the challenges to be able to model it before we even start to do the work of the day. Because once you can think about it in your mind about what you're going to be working on today and then next week and next month, it lays the groundwork to realizing everything that we do. And of course, we can't do everything we want to do in one day. This means that we have to work in chunks, in minutes, hours, and days. Projects that need to be broken up in different pieces and phases, different tasks that together produce a chunk of work. So we have to be understand that we are looking at sprinting in our day-to-day life. So it may be a four-week sprint or a six-week sprint, or it could be something as simple as a 10-minute sprint that we're going to do multiple of these per hour. And then as we do these things in smaller chunks, it allows us the ability to get feedback for how we're doing, to adapt, add more resources, communicate for clarification, make a change in plan, the ability to adapt on the fly so we don't get too far down the wrong path. That really enforces the ability to actually disrupt the status quo. That means we can try lots of different things and then pivot very quickly to something different. As we make that pivot, we can go back in the loop, back to model the new situation with the new variables, work a little bit more with the sprinting, with the chunking, and adapt as needed in a one cycle that completes how we work from a day-to-day standpoint. So purpose, development, intentionality, and realization. The four dimensions of smart IT. Smart IT is an approach to getting the important things done by transforming the way traditional IT thinks, works, and leads. It supports the disruption of the status quo, simplifies the complex, and mitigates risk. This is the next generation of information technology. If us in IT want to stay relevant, want to be more helpful for our organizations and really help our businesses thrive, we're going to need to think differently. Smart IT is a framework for changing the way we think, which will lead us to working differently, working smarter, and staying relevant as we thrive into the future. Thanks for joining another episode of the Smart IT Podcast, where we explore what's next for IT and disrupt the status quo, simplify the complex, and reduce risk together. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and leave your comments. And for more Smart IT wisdom, check out my website at williamreed.info.